Yo, 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 yo. What up? It's your boy KJ. Welcome to Fiction or Nah. I have officially rebranded the podcast and slid into a niche. Here I am. Here I am. I had a whole season of episodes on this podcast. 50-something episodes. Uh, Maybe even 60. But they weren't concrete. So then I, I went to the drawing board and I said, who am I? What do I love? What do I want to talk about? What can I do every single week consistently? And I told myself, I can tell stories, I can talk about writing, and I love conspiracy theories. I can do all those things. So this is what the podcast is now. Let me break it down for you real quick before we dive into episode one. The first section of our podcast will be fiction or not. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to find stories online that I'm going to read to you guys in my own special way. I'm going to narrate it to you as a voice actor because that's what I do. Then I'm going to let you try to decide if it's fiction or not. Then second part, I'm going to talk about writing for different mediums and the challenges and the, any pro tips I might have and anything like that. Because once again, it's what I do in a week. I'll have my master's in writing. So the third segment of our podcast episodes will be conspiracy theories. I'm going to do one conspiracy theory per episode starting today. And I'm just going to talk about it. I'm just going to tell you what it is. I'm going to talk about it a little bit and I'm going to tell you whether or not I think it's fiction. Yeah, feel me. So everything in the podcast episodes revolve around is it fiction or no so yeah with that being said let's go ahead and dive on to the episode once again i am kj thanks for coming to the podcast hit the subscribe button and enjoy your damn self lego it was the hardest thing i've ever had to do Witnessed my grandmother slowly pass away before my very eyes. She was sick. Some sort of cancer. The exact cancer didn't matter to me because the only thing that did matter was that I was going to lose her. She was like my second mother. She held me together when I went through bad times. She held my family together. Sunday dinners, cookouts, holidays. It was always grandma. Then, one day... Grandma died. She outlived the doctor's prediction by seven months, but she just needed to finally rest peacefully. When she died, I felt lost. I felt hopeless. I wasn't sure if my life was coming or going. I didn't know how I would be able to cope. I had the worst thoughts imaginable race through my head, but I never acted on any of them. I crawled inside of myself and started to allow myself to slip into a dark abyss, one that I knew I wouldn't be able to crawl back out of. Not without Grandma. One day, 
my parents were talking about memories they had with her. My dad mentioned that she was always trying to keep up with technology, how she loved her smartphone. She loved being in control of when she talked to those she loved. She would call every Friday after school. She would text every single day. She was pretty fast too. The day grandma died, she had her phone in her hand. She was sending a text to me, but she didn't get to finish it. That always stuck with me. I always wonder, what was she going to say? She only managed to type my name in the contact field. The message itself was blank. Anyway, my dad, my uncles, and my aunt all decided it was a good idea to bury grandma with her cell phone. They said it was a part of her. There were no arguments there. After listening to my parents talk about their memories with grandma, I knew what I could do to feel a little bit better. I could send her texts just to let her know how I felt like I used to do. I sent her so many messages over the next several months. It felt good to just get it off my chest. Every Friday after school, I would text her. The last message I ever sent was about how much I missed her and how life just wasn't the best without her. It was the last message because, well, she responded. She said, I'm watching over you. You'll get through this. You'll be all right. It was typed exactly as she used to text, with commas instead of periods. Most people would get scared, tell their parents, throw the phone away, whatever. But me, I snapshotted that message, printed it out, framed it, and hung it on my wall. And now, every night when I go to sleep, I give my grandma a hug and a kiss and tell her goodnight. And even though she doesn't speak, her just being there with me in my room makes life so much better. I hope you enjoyed that story in some kind of way. Tune in to the next episode to find out if it's fiction or not. And now a word from my sponsor. Welcome back. So I get the question a lot um, whenever I suggest to somebody that they should major in English or start writing stories or um, just just trying to express themselves or even just writing in a journal every day to put their thoughts down. And they always ask me why. They always ask me why. Why do I need to do that? Why should I? What's the what's the reason behind it? And I'm always finding myself explaining to people why I think it's a good idea to write down your thoughts, to write down any creative ideas you might have, any stories that you might just have pop into your head one day. Um, you could be sitting watching a, watching your favorite TV show and have a great idea for that TV show. And then, you know, you could write it down and it may get your creative juices flowing. You know what I'm saying? But the main reason I give people is because it frees your mind of things. Um, usually when I write, it's to get ideas from my brain to the computer screen. Because I'm not writing with a pen or a pencil. I do have a journal. I don't write in it every day. Um, I need to. I should. But I don't. Um, I type. So when I when I do type, when I write, that's writing these days, okay? 
when I write, it's usually fiction. It's usually uh, some sort of creative story with a twist on it. But um, writing for me is therapeutic. And I feel like it, it is, it can be for everybody. If you choose to write down every thought that is haunting you, you'll start to eventually realize that the thoughts don't haunt you as much anymore. You start to see that eventually all those thoughts um, become, they become ideas instead of thoughts. And to me, thoughts and ideas are different things because an idea is something that you can work on. It's something that you can um, pursue an answer to. It's something that you can put in motion. An idea is something that, that benefits you. A thought can be negative. A thought can be something that, um, that hinders you, that, sl- that slows you down, keeps you from doing things, keeps you from having ideas. Um, so I think that every thought that you have that haunts you. So if it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. Write it down. And then once it's down on paper, say, okay, there it is. If I need to revisit it, I'll open up this book or I'll turn on my computer or my iPad or my Kindle or whatever. And I'll look at it and bam, there it is. Even if you just type it into your phone real quick, you can text it to yourself. It's there. You'll have it in your phone. You know what I'm saying? It'll be there if you need to go look at it. But you don't need to be harping on thoughts all day. Not the same thought all day long. Unless it's like a super good thing that happened to you, you shouldn't be harping on a thought. And even then, if it's really, 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 really good, you should be thinking about how you're going to build on it. You know, it's, it's your thought. You should be thinking about how you're going to build on that thought. And use whatever that thought is to create an idea that will bring something positive into the universe. You know, help some people, help yourself, you know, help yourself, help some people. Because everything that we do, we should be trying to figure out a way to help somebody else. So if you're a writer, if you're an actor, if you're um, anybody, you know what I'm saying? You could be somebody from the president to somebody working at McDonald's, somebody who's a uh, custodian, uh, police officer, firefighter, or, you know, somebody who puts up the signs for companies, um, people who do billboards, that kind of thing. Like, it's always something to help somebody else. And so if your idea is helpful, it's a good idea. It's just a fact. If it's a good idea, if it's if it's helpful, it's a good idea. Um, if you are harping on a thought that helps no one, not even yourself, then it's not a good thought. It's a bad thought, and it's something that shouldn't be an idea. So you write it down, and you close the book on it, and that's it. It's final. So if you're somebody who is like me, you know, I I work. I have a small business. So when I work, you know, finances aren't always steady. They're not always the same. Sometimes I have plenty of money and sometimes I have no money. Like there's there's extremes and then sometimes I'm in the middle. But the, the, the way I have to look at it is 
if I'm harping on, oh, I'm not going to be able to pay the light bill on time. Who is that helping? It's helping nobody. It's a negative thought to have. I'm not going to be able to pay the light bill on time. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so then you, you, I would take a piece of paper or my phone or something, and I would put down, I can't pay the bill on time this month. Probably going to have to pay it in a few days, like a few days after it's due. Because sometimes, the, for some reason, the electric bill skyrockets. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you, you take that, you take that thought, you put it down and so you have it written down. So now you don't have to keep it in your mind all day. You know where it is. If you need to revisit it, you know what I'm saying? If you come up with a solution in the middle of the day, just out of the, out of nowhere, you can always go back to what you wrote and write down the solution to it. Then you have the problem and the answer. On the same piece of paper, it's done. You don't have to worry about it anymore. It's a wrap on that situation. Okay? And so, to me, that's what writing is. Writing is putting all your emotions, all your feelings, all your thoughts, all your ideas, everything down in writing so you can see it. Because people usually don't believe something until they see it. Um, so, if it's something that's creative and you really want to pursue it, write it down, write it down. Then you see it. Then you'll believe it. Then you'll pursue it. You'll do it. It's just how it, it just, it, I don't know why it works that way. It works that way though. It does ask any writer in the world why they write, except for the ones who write for money. Ask any writer in the world why they write. They're getting out. It's a freedom of expression. You know what I'm saying? Even fiction stories where there are mass murderers and stuff like that. The story is a freedom of, it's a right. It's a right that people have as people. Freedom of expression. They get to write down those creative ideas, create stories out of terrible things. But, you know, it's entertaining when it's not real. I love horror. (laughs) But, you know, I don't want to see it in real life. I want to read about it. It is what it is. And so, yeah, that's what writing is to me. So I want to tell you guys before I end this segment that writing is like my first love. And so I'm going to have a new topic every single week on writing. It's always going to be the second segment before I do the conspiracies. Um, this week, I just wanted to do a quick little thing about why I write and why and why I tell other people to write. But eventually, probably starting next week, I will I will start getting into more like technical things with writing because I have my master's in writing. Um and I've been a teacher for four and a half, five years. And so it's just something that I love to do and I know how to do. And I, I love talk, talking about it. I love teaching it. So I'm going to be doing that. It's going to be technical, technical things when it comes to writing, but it's also going to be like, you know, just talking about the, <laughs> the obstacles and the, the, uh, the, uh, the good things also that come from writing. I drew a blank. 
Um, but yeah, so it's not always going to be, you know, just like why write? It's going to be, you know, building characters, doing this, blah, 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 plot settings, all that. So yeah, that's what this segment is going to be like. Okay. Okay. And now let's dive on into the conspiracies. But wait, if you love to hear other people talk about books and bookish things, you should visit Bookish Impulses. It's a very, very good podcast hosted by myself and my wife, mostly my wife. Um, and we go in depth about what we like about books, what books we're reading, uh, bookish things that are happening. You know, we don't just stick to just books. We actually talk about the things that are associated with books, certain books and things like that. It's not just fiction. It's nonfiction. Um, it's children's books. We sometimes have my son on it. Um, and we, we, we just talk about all these things. And my wife is actually a library, library aide. So, you know, she's surrounded by books is what she does. Um, but yeah, so bookish impulses podcast. Also, we have a blog. Let me see if I can remember what the blog link is. Bookish impulses dot home dot blog. Yeah, yeah. Bookish impulses dot home dot blog. It is a WordPress site um, where we drop book reviews. So far, it's just been book reviews. We haven't really uh, done anything else there. But if you have an interest in some of the books that we've written reviews for, maybe you can read our reviews and see um, if you might like it based off our reviews. We don't give any spoilers. So there's that. We're pretty good about not giving spoilers in the podcast and in the blog. So, yeah, jump on over. We are officially starting up weekly podcast episodes starting last week. Um, and we've been doing podcast episodes, but we we were kind of sporadic. So now we're doing um, weekly episodes every Saturday. Um, I don't know about this Saturday coming up. Maybe earlier this Saturday, maybe a bonus. So you go ahead and subscribe, you know. <laughs> but yeah, let's get on back into this episode. Boo-wah-ha-ha. So the conspiracy theory that we are about to talk about today revolves around Adolf Hitler. Now, before you say, oh, here we go, bruh. Hitler has quite a few conspiracy theories behind him, okay? Um, one that I kind of believe is that, like, the main part of it, he didn't die when they said he did. I kind of believe he didn't die then. Kind of believe that there was no suicide. He did not die when people said he died, when the Army newspaper reported that he, he passed. I think Hitler was too narcissistic to kill himself. I think he was too, um, he was too self-absorbed. He wanted too much. Okay. He wanted, he wanted the world to be at his fingertips. He didn't want to die. <laughs> so I don't think that he would just kill himself. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he would just go out like that. I think Hitler escaped. How long he lived afterwards, I have no idea. Um, but I think he escaped. Now, 
my favorite, my favorite. Okay, I have two favorites, but my main favorite one of the theory is that he didn't die. He instead escaped into this alien technology and went into the North Pole down into the center of the earth, which is hollow. That's my favorite one for Hitler, because I feel like if there is a Nazi army leader in the center of hollow earth, or was, he ain't alive no more, if he was down there, that's crazy. You think about, think about the, think about the, the lies, right? If, if we found out that Hitler actually went to the center of the earth from the North Pole, think about the lies we've been told our entire lives about earth and its magnetic field and the core and the mantle and the blah, blah, blah. You know, think about all that. It's all lies. It would all be lies and Hitler would be the one to prove it. <laughs> Hitler would be the one to prove that we've been lied to in our science classes our entire lives. If that's what he did. Do I think that's what he did? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't think that the earth is, is hollow. I don't think Hitler went to the North Pole and went inside of the hollow earth. Um, do I think that there's a hole at the North Pole? Possibly. But I don't think it goes deep enough to call it hollow earth. I think it's just a hole at the top. Like it's a big divot. Um, also, there's one where and this one tied for the fave. Most likely. Yeah, it's kind of tied for the fave. It's not I, w I can't really I can't really say that either one of these are my favorite, but. I think together they're favorites. Um, Hitler went inside of his alien technology and went back or no, went forward in time. So he went into the future. He climbed inside of the bell and went to the future. And so he either showed back up. Um, like decades ago. Or he hasn't shown back up yet. Um, this one is very interesting because personally, I believe in time travel. But the thing is, with time travel, I don't think I, I don't think time travel exists just yet. But technically. Time travel can exist right now if time travel in the future exists and it's possible to go back in time. You see where I'm going with that? If you build a time machine in 2030 and you take that time machine and you travel back in time to 2019, then technically the time machine and the ability to time travel exists in 2019 as well as 2030. You get what I'm saying? That's like it's simultaneously existing in two different timelines, basically. And so I feel like Hitler very well could have made that escape in a time machine if somebody from the future who just for some reason wanted to study Hitler went back in time, picked him up and take him and took him to the future or went back and showed him how to build a 
time machine, t- showed his scientists how to build a time machine. He got in it and took off, you know, into the future. And they studied him and then sent him back. You know, it could have been anything. <clears throat> the stories are, the possibilities of the story are endless in that, in that respect. Um, and no pun intended. But there was also another story that there was this ship that crashed in the woods. It had some strange markings on it. And um, a military guy found it. He touched it. And he saw, like, some sort of, I don't know what he saw, some sort of vision. Um, And it was just, like, strange writings on it. But it came basically out of nowhere. He just happened to walk up on it. And so I was like, well, what if the connection with Hitler is there? What if that was Hitler? He showed back up. You know what I'm saying? It could have been. You never know. Like, you never know. One of the uh, alien spaceships flying around could be Hitler. One of, all the alien spaceships, all the UFOs that we've seen could be time travel machines. Could be time machines. All of them. They could all be time travel machines. So to say that, you know, it's not possible. We don't know what's possible just yet. We don't know what's possible. Does our government know? Mm, it's very likely. But in my opinion, I kind of feel like time, time travel would be able to be hidden from the government for a little while. Um, I feel like a private company would come up with the idea and would figure it out before the government. And then eventually the government would find out and the government would basically take over the technology to do whatever the hell they wanted with it. And yeah. So, yeah. Those are some Hitler conspiracies. I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. This was episode one, and I am so excited to continue on this podcast. I'm only going to get better. We're only going to get better together. Stronger in the numbers. We are about to blow up. We about to blow up in this piece, all right? Because I feel like I'm so unique right now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we got this in the bag. We're about to take off. OK, we all about to take off. I want you guys to be day oneers, OK, day oneers, because this is day one. Every Wednesday. New episode dropping. Be prepared. Fiction or not. All right. You can tag your boy on Twitter with the hashtag fiction or not. With your comments, uh, any questions, whatever you can find me, you can follow me at Epic Rain KJ. That's rain spelled R-E-I-G-N. So Epic Rain KJ on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you like books, once again, hit up that Bookish Impulses podcast featuring myself and my wife, where we talk about books and bookish things. All right. I'm out of here. Thank you guys for listening once again. I appreciate it. I'm smiling from ear to ear and from the bottom of my heart. One love. We out ya. Deuces.